Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest in entertainment and celebrity news, including Oprah Winfrey no longer doing the documentary on Russell Simmons' sexual assault allegations, to Tom Hanks becoming the latest celebrity whose image is being used towards false ads, and to Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston reunion backstage at the SAG Awards. So let's get started. Roll it. And I'm chilling up in NYC Up on the train and the radio is all I need In the views of celeb news I let seats into the team Who became famous Number one source of pop culture Radio or not, we gon' chase it That's the entertainment Save adolescents from the ghetto conversation Gotta make a change in That's the entertainment Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget the tune The bins is nice, the jazz is the better cruise The original car, I win Cause you plan to lose Smooth, just like that to uh, Jag. He had did that uh, intro for me a couple of years ago. And uh, just a shout out to him because uh, he's a very talented up-and-coming rapper from North Carolina. So I want to always give him a shout out for doing that promo for me. But uh, yeah, so how's everybody doing? You know, um, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment and celebrity news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number one. Again, that's 347 347-6- 637-2656 and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. You can also follow me at on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram. Just go to T. Jones Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny and cold 35 degrees. Before I get started with the first stories of the day, I want to give a shout out to everyone who's listening. Thank you again for supporting me for 11 years now. We've been on BTR and it feels good. So again, once again, I always like to give a shout out to all the listeners who's been there from the very beginning. Thank you for all the support. Again, so how is everyone? Wednesday? How are you doing on this Wednesday afternoon? Uh, before we get into the the tip of the iceberg of the entertainment stories for the week. We want. I would like to send my condolences for to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, last week, his uh, father uh, passed away. Uh, he, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, didn't say too much after his father passed, but he finally broke his silence. Uh, the WWE Hall of Famer um, was 
uh, 75 when he died. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who we all know from uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise, he just did, uh, he had the hit movie Hobbs and Shaw. He finally took to Instagram last Friday to share a video of his father in the ring, actually in the wrestling ring. And he captured, um, it also captured the young Dwayne The Rock Johnson sitting a ringside looking adoringly at his late father. And The Rock went on to thank his father uh, for passing down virtues like intense work and giving him a roadmap to becoming a good father himself. Um, his father, uh, who they he was called Rocky Soul Man Johnson, but he was born Wade Douglas Bowles. He was a WWE Hall of Famer. He was a former World Tag Team Champion whose career began in the mid-1960s, leading him to the WWE in 1983 before retiring in 1991. And uh, he went on to tra- train Dwayne The Rock uh, before being inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame in 2008. So uh, our condolences to uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's father. I also went to the movies last weekend, and I went to see Bad Boys for Life. And even before the news broke that Bad Boys for Life had a huge win at the box office, Sony just announced that a fourth film is on the way. That's right. The third film in the franchise opened last Friday, earning more than $68 million over the four-day MLK Jr. holiday weekend, and that's according to Forbes. Um this makes Bad Boy for Life, where Will Smith and Martin Lawrence reprise their role as two best friends, cops, Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett, respectively, and the second largest film opening in January of all time. Sony also revealed last week that Bad Boy 4 is in the works at the movie studio, but according to Hollywood reporters, uh, they don't know what the when the release date will be. So congratulations in it. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you go. If you are one, if you are a fan of the Bad Boys franchise, you will not be disappointed because it's got the same elements that made the first two a hit: the action, the the suspense, the great storyline, a few surprises. You 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 will enjoy it. Well, this week we're going to be talking about. Uh, the SAG Awards, if you guys haven't seen it, we just had the 26th Annual uh, Screen Actors Guild Award. It was announced, um, the la- uh, actually, the award ceremony was this past Sunday, and uh, some of the winners, uh, which uh, were, some made some surprising um there was there was some surprises in there. Uh, the Crown actually made history that night after being announced as the recipient of the trophy for outstanding performance by uh, ensemble in a drama series at the SAG Awards. And on behalf of the co-stars, uh, Olivia Coleman and Tobias Menzies, uh, Helena Bonham Carter, they took to the stage to read, receive their accolade. Also among the winners that night was Jennifer Aniston, who emotionally took home the trophy after being announced as the best actress in the drama series for her stunning appearance on the morning show. The award marked the Friends alum first SAG award in nearly 25 years. Other winners include uh, Peter Dinklage, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Michelle Williams, among others. 
Uh, meanwhile, uh, Parasite and Joker was among the winners in the movie department. And um, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, uh, there was a, a scene behind stage where uh, photographers, uh, it, was, it was a scene that was seen around the world. And people was having a field day on social media. But it was the reunion uh, between Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston at the 2020 SAG Awards that had everybody going into a frenzy, a lot online chatter, with many, including the actress, best friend, Courtney Cox, and television host Wendy Williams, they were loving it. But there was a number of people apparently still can't forgive Brad Pitt, the actor who starred Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, for dumping the Friends alum for Angelina Jolie back in 2005. So when Friends were expressing their hopes for the ex's romantic reunion, some people were quick to remind others how Brad had treated Jen at the time and why they should not be back together. And this is what some of the people were saying online. Here's someone who said, uh, quote, Is everyone really forgetting that Brad Pitt left Jennifer Anderson for Angelina Jolie? Seems like the grass isn't greener on the other side. Then another person by the name of Ad Astra said, quote, I can't believe how everyone is rooting for Brad and Jen to get back together when he literally publicly dumped her for someone else, unquote. Now, Brad and Jen had been rumored back together since the former split from Angelina in 2016 and the latter separate from Justin Theroux a year later in 2017. They, however, have persistently denied the reconciliation rumors. And speaking of Brad Pitt, uh, it's reportedly uh, he's reportedly planning to play Willy Wonka in a new movie adaptation of uh, the Roald Dahl's classic kid story, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The star production company Plan B worked on Tim Burton's 2005 version, which starred Johnny Depp as the eccentric sweet factory owner, Willy, and is now involved in the early stages of production on a reboot. Now, a source tells British newspaper The Sun that Brad is intent on taking the iconic role himself. This time, he wants to impress his ex-wife, Angelina Jolie's six children, revealing that the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood actor is in a serious contention for the part. The source adds that Brad has a passion for uh, the storyline, and the last Wonka film put his company on the map. Uh, actually, uh, Ro- uh, Rose Dahl, who wrote the story, it put his company on the map, and it would be a real left field's choice. But Brad is certainly in contention. Brad may have some competition for the part, however, as Ryan Gosling and Donna, Donald Glover has also been reportedly linked to the part, first played by the late Gene Wilder in 1971. And Oprah Winfrey insists that her exit from the upcoming documentary detailing the sex assault allegation against Russell Simmons should not be considered a victory lap for the disgraced music mogul. The media titan has been credited as an executive producer on Kirby, Dick, and Amy, uh, I'm sorry, and Amy Zirin's project titled On the Record before announcing she was stepping down from the film in early, early this month. 
Now, Winfrey recently revealed that the Def Jam Recordings co-founder had tried to contact her multiple times about her involvement and had attempted to pressure her into distancing herself from the forthcoming release, but she is adamant that Simmons' effort, including a public plea on Instagram, did not influence her decision to withdraw as a producer. Instead, the 65-year-old Ville, she removed her name from the documentary, which followed former Def Jam employee Drew Dixon as she grabbed with her decision to go public with rape claims against Simmons when it became clear that new information relating to the accusation would not be addressed on screen before on-the-record planned premiere at the Sundance Film Festival in Utah later this month. Defending her decision to depart the project, Winfrey uh, had shared that uh, she said, quote, until the thing is on the screen, you have the right to change your mind and make changes. And she also revealed that the drama has served as a big learning curve for her going forward. She said, quote, don't put your name on anything that you do not have creative control over, unquote. Uh, Dixon came forward with the rape allegation against Simmons in 2017, accusing the hip-hop pioneer of forcing himself on her in his apartment back in 1995. Simmons has denied all claims of non-consensual sex. Uh, Tom Hanks has made it clear that he was not linked to a cannabis business. Uh, Just yesterday, Tuesday, January 21st, the beautiful day in the neighborhood actor turned to Instagram to blast an international hoax that claimed he endorsed CannaPro CBD products. The Oscar winner addressed the issue by uploading an advertisement that showed a photo of him taken from the time when he was promoting Sully in 2016. Now, the advance Dr. Oz had made in the CBD industry are remarkable. This is what the ad said. Quote, I wouldn't believe it if I hadn't had the chance to try it out from for myself. After using CannaPro CBD for two weeks, I was really feeling like a new me. I'm sorry, this is what the ad claimed that Tom Hanks had said. Now, triggered by the exploitation of his image, Hanks ranted on the photo-sharing platform saying, quote, that this is false and an international host. I never said this and would never make such an endorsement. Come on, man, Hanks. Unquote. Meanwhile, Dr. Oz, whose name was also mentioned in the ad, gave his reaction through Twitter, and this is what Dr. Oz said. Uh, he said, quote, could not agree more with Tom Hanks. This is a fake and misleading advertisement intended to take advantage of consumers using false claims and our likenesses illegally. I am not involved with any cannabis companies, unquote. This is not the first time Hanks called out a misleading ad for using his name to attract people. In July of 2019, the husband of Rita Wilson put out another fabricated commercial that quoted similar text. Instead of CannaPro CBD, the quote was used for Cali Natural ad, and at the time he exclaimed, fraud, internet, fake, just so you know, Hanks. Yeah, it's been going a lot lately where a lot of – these certain certain companies are using celebrities' images to uh, to towards these fake ads, claiming that they they use these products. Uh, they they there's a difference. Um, so many people have been so many celebrities have been caught in this kind of thing. Um, I'm I'm trying to remember another uh, celebrity. Uh, 
who was also a victim of false advertisement. But, uh, yeah, and, and Dr. Oz was saying on his show, particularly particularly that he said, do not fall for this. He made it clear that um, they're using his image for these uh, drugs, for these uh, – I think it was something about um, – there was one ad about the coffee beans. They had used Dr. Oz's image for that. It's just it's just a vicious cycle where a lot of and and the the Better Business Bureau doesn't can't if from what I'm, I'm hearing they can't they can't find a way they're having a hard time tracking these people because what they do once they once they get close to finding them they just they just drop the name or just you know they just uh change the name altogether and start all over again under a different name and so they started all over again using another celebrity or the same celebrity and use their image in another ad so it it's like an ongoing cycle 16 minutes after the hour, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. And if this is your first time listening to the show, thank you and welcome. Uh, We have been proudly here on BTR for about 11 years now, so... uh, Thank you for all the new listeners, and also, most importantly, thank you for all my diehard, loyal listeners who've been here from the very beginning. Um, Zayn Malik has donated $13,000 towards the treatment for five-year-old cancer sufferer Caitlin Robertson. The former One Direction star made the generous donation on her GoFundMe page after local papers, the Burnley Express, reported Robertson's mother Helen has started a fundraising effort in a bid to get Caitlin to Barcelona to have potentially life-saving treatments. Now, Caitlin was diagnosed with stage 4 neuroblastoma in uh, April of 2019 and has undergone several rounds of chemotherapy and radioactive iodine, MIBG treatment, but all has been unsuccessful. And that's what her mother wrote on the GoFundMe page. But Zane opted against leaving a message with his donation, but originally hailed from Bradford, West Yorkshire, just 30 minutes away from Caitlin's home of Burnley. That's good good for Zane. And Rihanna, I don't know if you guys heard, uh, Rihanna is kind of, quote, a single woman now because last weekend she broke up with her boyfriend, Hassan Jamil, and apparently um, Hassan Jamil wants no trace of him with the singer online. Weeks after, well, a couple of days after the news of their split broke, the Saudi billionaire has allegedly asked a news site to delete old pictures of him with the Beijing songstress. Now, the claim is brought forward by Robert Little, the founder of Black Sports Online, who tweeted, quote, Rihanna's boy, a billionaire ex, just hit me with a request to take down a pic of him and Riri that has been up since 2017. A whole three years. I don't think he's taking the breakup well, unquote. Now, when a Twitter user asked if he just gave in to Hassan's request, Robert suggested that he refuse to challenge it because he wouldn't want to get into a legal problem with the rich businessman. 
Now, he also went on to share, quote, it was just odd. I assume it was a wave of requests, but still I feel honored. The story in question didn't even do numbers, LOL, unquote. Now, Rihanna reportedly broke up with her son after almost three years of dating. It's not clear what caused the former couple to call it quits after they appear to be serious with the Grammy Award-winning singer moving to London to spend more time with Hassan. Now, the pair also uh, were having a vacation. With, uh, she, she, had a, she was vacationing with his family in Capri, Italy last summer. Later in August, Hassan joined Riri and her mother, Monica, and one of her brothers for a dinner in Santa Monica. Following her split with Hassan, the beige and Sandra have since been rumored back together with her ex, ASAP Rocky. And on Friday, January 17th, she was seen attending Yams Day 2020 at the Barclays Center right here in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, with Rocky, who took the stage to perform, during which she was also seen hanging out with her other former flame, Drake. Now, I even think that I knew they were very good friends, but I don't recall ASAP and Rihanna dating. I think maybe they had flirted with each other and they just were good friends, but I never heard any reports that they were dating. But I guess according to this report, maybe they had you know, maybe hung out, and you know when 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 some celebrities hang out with another celebrity, they, they just make the assumption that oh, they just automatically assume are they going out, they're dating, or they're together. But we don't know that for sure. They just I know they they're very good friends, but um, yeah, three years. So, and remember, uh, he also had dated. Uh, uh, he, the, the billionaire um, He also had dated Hassan had also dated uh, uh, Oh Jesus uh, The model um, Naomi uh, Campbell He had dated her for a while But uh, yeah I guess it's, it's just the end of that um, You know For all you fans of Coldplay Anytime you see Chris Martin out in the open and you want to ask for his autograph, you know, you got to be a little more polite. That's all he asks, okay? So you just have to be polite when you're going to chase the front man to Coldplay for an autograph because he's not always a fan of signing. The singer was caught on camera snapping at aggressive autograph hunters, chasing him down for a scribble following a charity gig. Chastising the men for their tactics in the video obtained by TMZ, the 42-year-old said, quote, treat me as a human being. Don't shout at me. It's so aggressive. Either ask nicely or just F and be polite. Treat humans with decency, unquote. Explain he might have family S. Going on as they demand his attention Martin makes it clear he knows that the men are not real fans Adding that they sign items are all going on on auction websites And that's true Um, He also suggested that his bad mood has something to do with a gig Adding which uh, he did have And Martin had just left a concert for prison reform in Los Angeles on Monday night when he met the old Raph Hunters. Now, also, there was another celebrity, Larry David, who went through the same thing just recently. There was a group of 
these uh, autograph hunters who were waiting outside for seven hours. That's what they claimed, to get an autograph of Larry David. And Larry David wasn't too pleased either. He came out saying you, he he went off just like uh, Chris Martin did. He said, this is ridiculous. How are you going to be waiting out here for seven hours? you got to get a life, blah, blah, blah. Because he also knows that all they're doing is trying to sell this on eBay. I guess this is how they're making their money. But after Larry David scolded them, he had did, uh, he did eventually give in and he signed every last one of them. <laughs> he signed every last one of them. Uh, lawyers for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, has threatened to sue the British media bosses over the publication of photos featuring the new mom and their baby boy in a public park in Canada. The former suit actress has been laying low on uh, Vancouver Island with the couple's son, Archie, ever since it was announced that she and Harry would be stepping down as senior members of the UK royal family in a bid to live a more private and financially independent life away from the spotlight. The Duke and Duchess plans to split their time between Britain and Canada, but life in North America has already had a rocky start as their lawyers fired off cease and desist notices to editors at various UK outlets on Tuesday, January 21st, warning them against purchasing or publishing images of a smiling Megan hiking with two dogs with Archie strapped to her chest and a baby carrier. Now, according to TMZ, the legal letter read, quote, there are serious safety concerns about how the paparazzi are driving and the risk to life they pose. This was an apparent reference to the tragic death of Harry's mother, Diana, Princess of Wales, who was killed in a 1997 car crash in Paris, uh, France, after a high-speed paparazzi chase. However, the picture has already surfaced online on Monday and featured on the front page of The Sun on Tuesday, suggesting court action is imminent. Now, the couple, which wed in 2018, is no stranger to taking members of the press to court. Harry and Meghan are currently locked in a British legal battle with officials at the Mail on Sunday and his parent company, Associated Newspapers, after the unlawful publication of a private letter the Duchess had written to her father, Thomas Markle. Meanwhile, Harry has filed papers against the owners of The Sun, the defunct News of the World, and the Daily Mirror, in relations to allegations of phone hacking. Wow. Uh, right now we uh, have here uh, about, we have 25 minutes of minutes after the uh, hour. Um, I'm sorry. We're just getting a little crazy here with the controls here. Um yeah, I'm sorry for the distraction. <laughs> right here, right now, we got 25 minutes after the hour, and uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about um, Lori Har- Harvey. You remember just last week, I was telling you about she was caught in a hit and run charge. Well, now we're going to tell you what she pleaded. And um, Rocky uh, rocker Ozzy Osbourne is planning a trip to Switzerland in April. To seek out treatment for his Parkinson diagnosis, I'll tell you the latest. And uh, the latest on Harvey 
Weinstein, where there's uh, the appeal court officials have shot down a last-minute motion to move the rape trial out of New York City. I'll tell you what the judge decided on. And uh, Taylor Swift's mom is battling a brain tumor, and um, Taylor said that she uh, has confirmed that she might not be doing her full tour because of her mother's diagnosis. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Fuck all the same, and I 
Entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 28 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from uh, I think that's Young Thug featuring J Cole and Travis Scott in the London. Uh, before we went to the music break, I was telling you about model Lori Harvey, who is the stepdaughter of comedian Steve Harvey. She just pleaded not guilty to hit-and-run charges relating to a car accident in Los Angeles in October. Uh, she was arraigned in court on Tuesday on misdemeanor counts on resisting, delaying, obstructing a peace officer, and hit-and-run resulting in property damage. damage. Uh, she stands accused of crashing her Mercedes-Benz G-Wagon into a parked car while driving through Beverly Hills and leaving the scene of the incident before police car arrived to investigate, even though the force of the collision was enough to flip her vehicle on its side. The beauty, who was all only officially charged early this month, is due to attend a preliminary hearing in February. Harvey court appearance comes days after she and rapper Future went public with their romance while on vacation in Jamaica to celebrate her 23rd birthday. And the appeal court officials have shot down Harvey Weinstein's last-minute motion to move his rape trial out of New York City. The disgraced producer lawyer has reportedly argued their client is unlikely to receive a fair trial in Manhattan due to the intense press coverage surrounding the case, while they also claim that the constant presence of protesters blasting Weinstein outside the courthouse had turned the proceeding into a media and entertainment circus. The request was recently denied by Judge James Burke, but the defense team refused to give up and took the argument to a panel of state uh, uh, appellate judges last week. However, appeal court officials decided against the motion in a brief ruling on Tuesday, January 21st. The news paved the way for opening statements to be delivered as planned in a Manhattan courtroom on Wednesday. Weinstein has pleaded not guilty to five felony counts of rape and sexual assault relating to alleged incidents with two separate women in 2006 and 2013. He maintains all sexual contact was consensual. Meanwhile, his lawyers have been barred from using dozens and dozens and dozens of loving emails addressed to Weinstein from his accuser to discredit witnesses who reportedly bragged about their sexual relationship with the Pulp Fiction producer. Judge Burt refused to allow the actual email to feature in an upcoming argument presentation amid concerns about how the correspondence will be used once made public, but agreed to allow references to their substance and content. The trial will be heard by a juror of seven men and five women and is expected to last until March. If convicted, Weinstein faces life behind bars. And just to put in a little side note, Harvey Weinstein is 67 years old. Rocker 
Ozzy Osbourne is planning a trip to Switzerland in April to seek out treatment that might help his Parkinson's disease diagnose. The former Black Sabbath star and his manager wife Sharon Osbourne went public with his latest health woes on Good Morning America on Tuesday, revealing he is battling progressive neurological condition Parkinson's 2 and seeking radical treatment to offset the diagnose. Ozzy has agreed to sit down with ABC News for the TV interview to slap down reports he's on his deathbed. When asked to comment on the rumor, Ozzy said he that he's far from it. Plus, he admitted he was tired of hiding a secret from fans, and he said, quote, I cannot walk around with it anymore. It's like I'm running out of excuses, unquote. Uh, tearful Sharon thanked fans for their support over the past year after Ozzy was forced to cancel all dates on his 2019 tour. And Taylor Swift's mom is battling a brain tumor. The singer did confirm it. Um, the star mom, Andrea, was first diagnosed with breast cancer in 2015, and last year it was revealed that the illness had returned with Taylor pinning the song Soon You'll Get Better from her album Lover about the battle. In a new interview with Variety, the uh, me hitmaker confirmed that during Andrea's treatment, doctors discovered a tumor on her brain presenting a whole new set of issues the family hadn't experienced before. Now, Taylor confirmed to the magazine that her mom health issues are the reason she won't be going on a full tour in support of Lover this summer. Instead, the star is performing four Lover Fest dates in Los Angeles and Foxborough, Massachusetts in July after a 12-date festival run in Europe and South America, allowing Taylor to focus on family matters for the rest of the year. And Pamela Anderson has secretly wed for the fifth time. That's right. The former Baywatch uh, beauty exchange vow with movie mogul John Peters during a low-key ceremony in Malibu, California on Monday, January 20th, more than 30 years after the couple first dated, and this is according to The Hollywood Reporter. Pam and John recently reunited following her split from soccer star uh, Dale Ramey uh, in June, and Peters... Uh, and says he was the he only ha- had eyes for Anderson. Uh, Anderson was previously married to rocker Tommy Lee, the father of her two sons, Kid Rock and Rick Solomon, who she wed twice. Peters is also hoping that the fifth times is the charm. Uh, he was previously married to Henrietta Zapatella and actress Lindsay, uh, Leslie Ann Warren, on whom he infamously cheated with with Barbara Streisand. And uh, the father of five went on to wed fellow film producer Christine Forsythe and Mindy Peters, from whom he split in 2004 after just three years of marriage. uh, marriage. And uh, Quentin Tarantino's decision to walk away from directing after one more film is centered around his upcoming role as a dad. The father-to-be has often talked of retiring from movie making after making ten films, and as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is his ninth, he admits this part of his career is winding down. Confirming his decision on ABC News website Popcorn, Tarantino confessed his changing family dynamic made it easy to consider a new direction. Now, this is what the Tarantino said. He said, quote, I kind of feel this is the time for the I kind of feel this is the time for the third act of my life to just lean a little bit more into uh, literary, which would be good as a new father and as a new husband. And in, in other words, he's revealing his plans to write more. 
He also said, quote, I wouldn't be grabbing my family and yanking them to Germany or Sri Lanka or wherever the next story takes me. Uh, I can be a little bit more of a homebody and become a little bit more of a man of letters, unquote. The director's wife, singer Daniela Pick, is pregnant with the 56-year-old filmmaker's first child. Quinn also feels it's time to step aside and let younger filmmakers shine. He said, quote, I guess I do feel that directing is a young man's game. I do feel that cinema is changing, and I'm a little bit part of the old guard, unquote. Rapper DJ Khaled is a dad of two after his wife, Nicole Tuck, gave birth to the couple's second son together. The 44-year-old star took to Instagram on Monday night to share several updates from the delivery room with the first at around 8 p.m. reading, quote, Dr. Jen said you're ready, <laughs> unquote. The second post nearly two hours later announced that the baby arrival, and as Khaled wrote, he said, Quote, thank you, Allah. Thank you, my queen, Nicole. Bless up, Dr. Jen. Another one, unquote. The accompanying picture shows the music producer giving Dr. Jen a high five as, as they both beam with delight. Khaled, who has also fathered the three-year-old Ashad with his other half, announced in September last year that he and Nicole were expecting another baby boy. Ashad was born in October of 2016. So congratulations to DJ Khaled. Uh, Disney is reportedly working on a third film in Nicolas Cage's popular National Treasure franchise. National Treasure, which came out in 2004, and National Treasure's Book of Secrets came out in 2007, centered on Cage's cryptologist character Benjamin Franklin Gates, who in the first movie finds a treasure map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Now, according to Variety, Disney and producer Jerry Buckheimer had tapped Bad Boys for Life writer Chris Bremner to work on the script for an upcoming third movie. Bremner previously worked in the first and second installment, which was directed by John Turtletop. Now, Disney chief Bob Eager addressed the potential for a third movie at the annual shareholding meeting last year. And uh, Bad Boys for Life, speaking, again, is flying high atop the North American box office in its opening weekend. Uh, if you uh, are just now tuning in, uh, or it says earlier in the show, I saw the movie last weekend, and it's all that. Okay, this is the third movie in the franchise, which starred Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. It's expected to make uh, 68 million, and the uh, globally, I think it's 68 million in the U.S. globally, and the action film is is going to surpass 100 million after. uh, Well, it has. I think it has. but this is an old report. Uh, they, they said that they're expecting it to surpass 100 million after the weekend. According to the reports, a fourth installment, like I mentioned earlier in the show, is already in the works. And coming to a distant second is Doolittle, which starred Robert Downey Jr. in the poorly review reboot of the story of the famed doctor and vet who talks to animals. The film is expected to earn 30 million, and which is well below their expectations. And director Sam Mendes' acclaimed first World war film, 1917, which is nominated for 10 Oscars, follows its, uh, in third with $27 million. Rounding out the top five are Jumanji, The Next Level, and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, with $9.5 million and $8.4 million, respectively. Um, Chris Helmsworth is offering up his body 
to science. That's right. In a new docu-series called Limitless, the, it's supposed to be like a six-part series which showcases the Avengers Endgame star on an epic mission to discover how we all can live healthier, smarter, and longer lives. The show is produced by filmmaker Darren Arons, uh, Aronofsky and uh, Jane Root. The show will run on National Geographic, but a release date has not been announced. Uh, and speaking of award show, don't forget the uh, the Grammy award show is supposed to be this Sunday, telecast this Sunday. Uh, my girl Alicia Keys is hosting this year's event. So um, there's been a lot of controversy lately coming down to the Grammys, but um, we're going to get to that report in a minute. Right now I'm going to take a another music break, and when we come back, I'm going to give you the latest again on uh, the the Grammy Awards, uh, the susp- suspension of President and CEO Deborah Dugan, and this one particular artist who has blasted the Academy for the suspension of the President. I'll tell you who that is. And also um, Madonna has canceled her last, uh, stop on her Madam X tour I'll tell you why And also uh, P. Diddy And Faith Evans are hoping to be front and center To Notorious B.I.G. Induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Don't go anywhere, those stories are going to be next Yeah, you got that yummy, yummy, yummy
That was new music from Justin Bieber called Yummy. Right now we got 12 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, Brian Johnson is reportedly rejoicing his ACDC bandmates for a world tour later this year, four years after he quit due to hearing problems. The 72-year-old rocker who joined the band in 1980 was forced to step down as lead vocalist in the group in 2016 during the Rock or Bus World Tour in support of their 16th studio album. He was temporarily replaced by Guns N' Roses singer Axel Rose, who served as a vocalist for the band, remaining concerts after doctors advised the frontman to either quit performing live or potentially worsen the damage. However, according to Australian broadcast journalist Eddie McGuire, the Highway to Hell stars are set to announce a massive world tour this year that sees Johnson back on stage for the first time since his departure. McGuire also claimed that lead guitarist Angus Young, who will join the tour, as well as drummer Phil Rudd, who left the group in 2014 amid legal troubles. ACDC has yet to confirm plans for a new album or tour. Madonna canceled the latest stop on her Madame X tour because the star needed to rest. The singer is midway through a residency at the Calusus dos Recreio in Lisbon, Portugal, but were forced to scrap Sunday's show her fifth at the venue due to health issues. Now, Madonna has canceled eight shows in total on the Madame X Tour to date in New York City, Los Angeles, Boston, Miami, and Lisbon, citing production issues, injuries, and scheduling limitations. After wrapping in Lisbon on January 23rd, the star will head to London, England for 15 nights at the London Palladium before ending the jolt in Paris, France in March. And singer Salon knows, who we know as the younger sister Beyonce, she has pulled the plug on two of her upcoming residency shows at Australia's famed Sydney Opera House due to an undisclosed medical issue. The Crane the Sky Star has been due to kick off her four-night immersive art performance next Monday, January 27th, but the first pair of dates has since been scrapped. A statement issued by the Sydney Opera House officials says that, quote, Salon had made the difficult decision for health reason to shorten her time in Sydney this month. Due to the physical demands of the show and having sought medical advice, the artist has decided to reduce the number of performances at the Opera House. As a result, the show on Monday, January 27th, and Tuesday, January 28th, will no longer take place and will not be rescheduled. Beyonce's little sister is expected to proceed as scheduled with her gig on January 30 and 31st in support of her most recent album, When I Get Home. The statement also continues to say that Solange apologized for any disappointment that looks forward to putting on the best show possible for her Australian fans on the two remaining dates. Solange has not, uh, has not disclosed the nature of her ailment, but she referenced the crazy health issues of her past during her seat at London's Love Box Festival last summer, revealing she had ignored doctors' orders to perform at the same event back in 2017, despite being hospitalized hours later. 
and Sean P. Diddy Combs and Faith Evans are hoping to be front and center for Notorious B.I.G. induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The late star will be recognized during the annual ceremony on May 2nd, 2020, and both musicians who were pivotal figures in his life are reportedly planning a special tribute to the MC. According to TMZ, Faith, who was married to the Big Papa hitmaker, whose real name is Christopher George Latour Wallace, until he was fatally shot in 1997, says she's ecstatic about the late husband being honored at a first ballot inductee. She and Diddy are planning to attend the ceremony with the I Believe Missing You star, confirming both are hopeful they'll be a part of night festivities in some capacity. Sources close to Diddy also confirmed that he and his family would attend and handed the star has plans in the works. Diddy met the rapper in the early 90s and signed him to Bad Boy Records in 1993. Faith was also signed to Bad Boy when she met her future husband at a photo shoot in 1994. They got married just days later. Whitney Houston, the Doobie Brothers, and T-Rex are also first-time nominees getting recognized by the organization, while the Peach Mode and Nine Inch Nails round out the 2020 Hall of Fame class. And German heavy rocker Scorpions are set to evade the Las Vegas stage for a summer concert residency. The Wind of Change hitmakers will be joined by uh, Queen's Rich for the nine-date stunt, which will take place at the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino on from July 4th. They are the latest rock stars to head to Vegas. Aerosmith, Def Leppard, Gun N' Roses, and Journey have all enjoyed concert residencies there. And Chuck D. has blasted the Recording Academy over its suspension of President and CEO Deborah Duggan. On Thursday, January 16, 2020, it was confirmed that Duggan had been placed on administrative leave ahead of the 2020 Grammy Awards due to what the Recording Academy Board of Trustees called serious concerns regarding her behavior, including a formal allegation by a senior female member of the Recording Academy team. The following day, she hit back at the suspension through her attorney saying that she would soon expose what happened when you step up at the Recording Academy and rapper Chuck, real name, who's Colton Douglas Hour, released a scathing statement suggesting that Duggan was punished for attempting to bring change to the organization. Public Enemy will receive a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Recording Academy in April, with Chuck revealing he had to haggle to include current Public Enemy member DJ Lord, who has been with the band since 1998 but was not present during its heyday. The group previous chose to boycott the 1989 Grammys over the Academy refusal to acknowledge a new art form called hip-hop rap. While the MC is complimentary of Duggan, he added, quote, it was obvious she was having her own struggles with the Academy when he spoke with her, referencing the name of his group 2005 album, concluding, quote, I'm not surprised that Deborah Duggan is out. I am appalled because it reeks of the same old jive, a new world order that considers the masses simply as them asses, unquote. And Lindsay Lohan, long-awaited comeback album, is set to drop next month, February 2020, according to the star. The Mean Girl actress teased her return to music last year when she debuted her new single, Xanax, her first release since 2008, Bossy. When a fan on Instagram told the star, Hope will get an LL3 this year, Lindsay, the singer-actress, responded with news that the new collection was set to drop in a matter of weeks. End of February, she promised. 
Lindsay dropped Xanax in August with his accompanying music video being released the following month. The star released her first album, Speak, in 2004 and followed it up with a little more personal, Raw, in 2005. And Debbie Lovato is reportedly planning to open up on her 2018 overdose and rehab stunt on a new album, which is expected to drop later this year. Sources told TMZ that the confident hitmaker is still working on the tracks for the project, with a release date planned for the first half of 2020. The new album will apparently touch on her near-fatal overdose in July of 2018 and subsequent time in rehab and celebrate her sobriety. They added that the star will also likely tour the project, although no definite plans have been signed off as of yet. The report comes after it was confirmed that the Skyscraper singer will return to the stage at the 2020 Grammy Awards on January 26. She's also set to sing the U.S. National Anthem at the Super Bowl on February 2nd, 2020, in Miami, Florida. Debbie returned to the spotlight late, uh, last November when she opened up about her health crisis in a candid interview at the Teen Vogue Summit, telling Editor-in-Chief Lindsay People Wagner, quote, I've gone through a lot, and this is really my first public thing, so I'm a little nervous. Over the past year, I learned a, a ton. I feel like I'm more in tune with who I am now, where I am at today, unquote. And fans are urging Harry Styles to pull out of his headlining slot at Pepsi's Zero Sugar Super Bowl party on January 31st. The former One Director star will take the stage at the the Meridian Island in Miami, Florida, where he'll perform hits including Sign of the Times, Adore You, and Watermelon Sugar. However, fans have taken to social media with the hashtag HarryBackOut, appealing to the star to withdraw from the gig in support of former National Football League quarterback Colin Kaepernick, whose supporters claim was blackballed from the NFL in 2016 after taking a knee during the U.S. National Anthem to protect police brutality against racial minorities. NFL teams have since refused to sign the sportsman. The event is being held in conjunction with the newly introduced matte black Pepsi Zero Sugar can design, and the company has also missed the mark in the past after being called out for racial insensitivity regarding their advertisement in 2017 starring Kendall Jenner, which uh, borrowed imagery from the Black Lives Matter movement and appearances suggest that the beverage could heal all rifts. Mark Ronson is also set to perform a special DJ set at the bash. And Mariah Carey is in disbelief after landing an induction into the Songwriters Hall of Fame alongside the Neptunes, the Arrhythmics, and the Isley Brothers. The class of 2020 unveiled on Thursday, January 16, 2020, will also include Stevie Miller, Rick Knowles, and Motown icon William Mickey Stevenson. The news of Carrie induction emerges two years after she paid tribute to a 2018 honoree and her frequent collaborator, Jermaine Dupree, at the annual ceremony and joked about her mission from the Hall of Fame. However, Carrie, who was previously shortlisted for consideration last year, will now be joining Dupree in the institution, and she is overjoyed by the recognition. She shared on Instagram, she said, quote, I can't believe it, the Songwriters Hall of Fame. 
The class of 2020 will be celebrated at the event in New York on June 11. Songwriters are only eligible for induction 20 years after scoring their first hit. Among those to miss out this time around are Outkast, R.E.M., Vince Gill, The Beach Boys, co-founder Mike Love, Patti Smith, Journey, and Gloria Stefan. Last year inductees include rap legend Missy Elliott, folk veteran John Prine, British singer Yusuf Islam, formerly known as Cat Stevens, and R&B writer-producer Dallas Austin. Well, guys, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>